Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Trade Talk podcast here with myself. My name is Sabha Kanwar. I am the host of this podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the podcast and hi. Okay, well, a new season and you dawn some new beginnings. I am so excited and happy that I am back and I'm uh well, hopefully I know that uh, I know a lot of people might not be Uh, happy that I'm back here, but <laughs> I surely am, and I really hope that all of you listening are too. Um, well, please, guys, don't blame me. I I know that I haven't posted anything in a long, long time, but it's because of exams. So please don't blame me. But yeah, please blame uh central board exams if uh, for uh, my shortcomings here. But uh, it's a new season, and we're back, and we're here to stay. And there is so much. that i have planned i have so many uh, plans wonderful ideas that i want to um really bring to reality and and want to learn about and share with you all and hope that i can entertain all of you who are listening and i'm i just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has stuck here uh, who is who is who's stayed here for such a long time uh, it's 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 really heartwarming and i'm really happy that all of you who are still here are are just you know such such good supporters but yes uh just a, a a gentle thank you to all of you listening out there but yeah so today we have a very special episode planned for everyone uh the f- very first episode of um this season and what better way to start it than to talk about britain the great britain so as all of us know in the news we hear about inflation and countries being uh probably heading towards recession and all of these problems all of this um nonsense that all all news channels they really broadcast well i know a lot of news channels are uh, authentic and and are trying to send out real news but a lot of it is honestly just nonsense that they get for trp but um yeah so we've seen we've been seeing a lot of news and a lot of headlines coming about uh, countries falling into recessions and and not being able to pick up after covid well one of the countries that has really fallen the hardest and i'm i i think has a long long way to go in order to recover and get back to a place where it gains stability and it gains um the stature that it deserves honestly is great britain so well great britain is a country which is very closely linked to our own history of india's history so we see that it uh, we see that the uk emerged as a global power during uh, the 17th 18th and 19th century i know that's a long long period 300 years but yes that's really how it began so we see that as trade routes emerged and as people started to venture out from their own native land in order in order to um gain trading routes and uh, gaining um advantage over a uh, trading advantage over other competitors we see how really colonies started to develop and that's primarily how how the uk became uh, the great country that it is right now the great um, nations that form it and and if i'm being honest that's kind of really how how it came to power so the uk really colonized asian so under developing asia uh, under developed why did i say under developing under developed asian and african countries they really took charge of the countries said that we weren't ready in order to organize ourselves in order to really uh, capitalize on our own 
um potential so they said that oh we'll educate you guys we'll organize you but obviously while they said that they gave us the middle finger and really just uh exploited the hell out of us <laughs> they 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 looted our gold our money uh they took our raw materials in order to boost and fund their own industrial revolution and not only that they then came back with the goods that they produced from that revolution put high tariffs on it and sold them to those very poor indian uh asian african um oppressed at high prices so really the the entire point of how british came up was um from a point where they oppressed many many minorities and um uneducated somewhat illiterate people as well and and of course we we did of course gain independence as we know <laughs> as we know of course but um at this point we see that the britain had taken so much advantage of so many countries throughout the globe that they became a uh they, they became a, a titan in in um economic ties in trade in production as of even even as tour uh, even as a tourist site we know a lot of immigrants go to the uk and it really became this powerhouse of a country within um within what <laughs> in the span of two centuries it took a long time but yeah um they did it finally and it was really through the help of a lot of countries but what we're seeing happening now is the complete 180 reversal complete 180 u turn that the uk has taken and and really just reversed its role from a colonizer where it built strong relations with other countries while of course they may have started off as oppression they did make strong relations with a lot of commonwealth nations and and the same goes for india our own country but we see that it has completely reversed its role in the global economy from a uh, one that is closely connected to a lot of countries to now some uh, to now a net importer of goods and um, rather and and really missing out on exports so what has happened here so we're going to discuss some reasons what has contributed to the uk getting to this point what are the consequences of the state in which it has put itself and really what is the road map forward how can it recover from its current state so well a lot of people have chalked it up to a, a, to to multiple reasons why the uk is in the current position that it is a lot of people say that it may be covid the pandemic a lot of people haven't recovered from the pandemic and we're still not at pre pandemic levels why that is true i don't think that's the cause behind why uh the uk is struggling yeah it's 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 a sub part it's a consequence if anything but it's i don't think it's it's a cause behind why the uk is struggling at the moment a lot of people even state the russia ukraine war again contributor but not a major cause i what i believe the major cause behind um the the current status of the uk is honestly brexit and i'm sorry i know i know that a lot of uh, a lot of controversy flows around and floats around uh, brexit and the entire concept i know a lot of british people think that it's a good thing to leave the eu and a lot of british people do think that it's a bad thing to leave the eu now the problem really lies here right the the concept and um, the moral and um 
really the the idea behind brexit was to gain independence from the european union uh the the uk was feeling trapped in a lot of eu rules and regulations and and really being tied in with all the european countries that it was and it it didn't want to be set in stone like that it didn't want to be trapped into a box as all other eu countries so what the uk really wanted was to capitalize on Uh, the the economic potential that it saw in trading with um a developing markets in Africa and Asia as the US and China were doing through their free trade agreements so we see the problem that comes and arises here is that the UK sees that oh all of these countries all of these growing emerging economies are trading with the bigger economic powerhouses of of superpowers like China and USA so the UK obviously wants a piece of the pie and of course i mean that's <laughs> that's competition that's how the world works everyone wants a little piece of the pie so what the UK does is that it leaves the the european union it gains independence from all the regulations and all the um, all the all the chains that come with eu trade laws and makes its own free trade agreement so now it doesn't need to abide by eu trade laws and and now it can make free trade agreements as as and when it pleases and really capitalize on all the opportunities and all the potential that comes with trading with emerging nations but the problem really arises here right the uk doesn't realize that its biggest economic partner when it comes to trade and 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 when it comes to just trade of commodities or goods and services or um of of human capital of of uh, working capital or anything we see that the biggest economic partner that the uk has is the european union a lot of european countries if anything are the biggest economic partners and and the eu is quote and quote funding a, a very large majority of uk trade comes from the eu so the problem really comes in understanding a where they're currently state where they're currently situated and how they're supposed to tackle the situation that they're that they're facing so the problem is that they did not understand that the eu was their largest trading partner and they really needed to capitalize on that and rather they went out behind all of these small little fish that they thought were easy prey but again have their own downside that now you're exposing yourself to the sharks and you're you're not uh, you're not with your little clan anymore and you need to fend for yourself so the problem arises here and it's 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 really it's really a multifaceted problem that the uk faces now so we see firstly that there has been a very um, large productivity crunch so we see that the uk uh, its productivity levels are, fa- are starting to fall and what is productivity essentially so productivity is um, if i'm speaking economically then it will be termed as the total economic output of a country per the total number of hours worked by the labor force now what this shows is that a this doesn't this isn't really a very um accurate indicator of economic welfare in the country for the short term but in the long term we see that it can have multiple multiple effects and multiple repercussions and the uk is starting to feel that now so productivity is at an all time low workers are not happy in working and nor are they working at their maximum potential not only that they don't have any financial or any monetary incentive in order to work because we see that the uk is really struggling to um add to workers wages we see that workers wages have been stagnant for a really long time growing by what one 
or two or three pounds a month that's nothing and when we even and that's the, that's the nominal that's the nominal in, increment in in average salaries and wages when we take inflation into account we see that um if anything average wages are falling uh, year per year month per month and that's really the the problem that a lot of workers are facing that there's not a lot of incentives the government um is making is making policies that seem uncertain brexit for one and workers are really not sure of how to not only attain jobs but what the incentive is in attaining a job they're not getting paid as much as they think they should be now that is one part of the piece one part of the problem that the uk faces another part of the problem as i mentioned before is the inflation now inflation is a very 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 vast topic for me to cover right now i know there's a lot of um, facets in this problem that the world is facing currently we see that the us and a lot of major western economies are currently uh trying to combat the problem of inflation and are well somewhat successful in doing so not in combating it but really just trying to survive <laughs> and and we see that there's a lot of um volatility that has come into the global market as well so we see that the us uh, inflation rates and then the subsequent incre- increment in interest rates have led to crunch in economic output and in the sustainability of businesses so that has led to bank failures and businesses running out of capital and 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 cash and that's a big problem when we consider the uk's uh current state so when we're talking about low productivity and not only that you're also not allowing um businesses to work at their optimal rate and then you're not providing them with the funds necessary in order to uh cater to demand that is a huge problem in itself when you consider uh the UK economy and that is another contributor and and alongside you know low productivity it adds up to a terrible disaster in the uk economy so we see that inflation is really taking a toll on workers it's increasing household um, it's increasing household expenditure and uh, the government's <laughs> the government's increasing expenditure in order to um, boost the gdp is really not doing anything except um except raising inflation while at the same time there being no a little or no growth in actual economic output in in real economic output so that is another part of the problem that is another part of the pie another piece of the pie then there is the problem of the russia and ukraine war now this is a very special part right here now the problem here was that the russia and ukraine war has affected largely the european union mostly because see the problem was that the european union does not have any um natural ways in order to extract oil and and energy and energy sources and fossil fuels so we see that the uk is very scarce in terms of um all of these all of these um extraction points and and oil fields so the problem now is that they heavily depend on russia but because of the western world view and and their stance on conflicts on armed conflicts and their and their uh, opposition against russia in this conflict between russia and ukraine they're they've they've impl- they've implemented a lot of sanctions and and they've imposed a lot of sanctions and um 
and and regulations on Russia. So they're not able to import the the fossil fuels and and the energy sources that they required, the oil, the petroleum. They're not able to import that. And now they're having a lot of crunch. There is a lot of supply crunch. Not only that, because of the shortage, we see that there is a very high hike. in oil prices so that is another contributing factor in inflation which in turn again as we know it um, reduces households willingness in order to work because there's uh, there's a raising expenditure and there is little or to no growth in income so we see that then <laughs> consumers are are demotivated so we see inflation takes place but they can't do anything it's a whole cycle that goes on it's a bunch of jargon which basically just adds up to absolute economic disaster which is currently taking place in the uk and again the last part of um this this problem really is covid so we see that the trade problems that it was having the uk because again now they're not included with eu deals with eu um, trade policies and deals so now they have to fend for themselves and while they might have made agreements with about i would say 99% of <laughs> the countries that they originally had agreements with while they were in the eu that doesn't mean that those deals are currently capitalized so when we see uh, for example when we see trade with the eu itself so before brexit we see that the total net um value in exports and imports so trade as a whole was about 660 billion dollars worth now when we look at it after brexit we see that that value has shrunken by about 33% so third of the value that it used to be so 660 billion has now come down to about 440 billion now you take that into perspective not only that you take that into into the context and you contextualize it with the current global scenario that we have just gone through the pandemic so we see that the uk had a lot of problems as every single country in the entire world when it came to trade we see that there was a big halt in order to um in order to not only prevent the spread of the virus but also to promote local businesses and what the problem has come down to now for the uk is that a it's struggling with trade and that is a major major part of its economy trade is how the uk thrives exports is how it's thriving so we see that we see that the uk needs trade now when it divulges into trade it is currently at a net deficit point and when it is at a net deficit points that mean a uh, point that means that it has a lot of imports that again means that it weakens the positions of it of its businesses which means that again wages are lowered uh consumers are demotivated the incentivized and again the cycle continues on so currently the uk is in a, a big mess that has been somewhat of the create somewhat of creation of brexit a lot of people can chalk it down to inflation and low productivity i think those are side contributors but the main problem here was brexit i am not opposed to the policy of brexit not at all but my entire issue with this is really that the 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 way in which brexit was implemented and 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 the 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 true um implementing the the rushed implementation if i'm being honest of 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 brexit has has left britain in a weak economic spot and political spot so now what it needs to do is really 
try to capitalize on trade deals really get top of that uh, get on top of that try to incentivize and kickstart its its um, industries uh, try to kickstart businesses trying to um incentivize consumers trying to also again at the same time it needs to figure out a way as to how to increase output while not increasing inflation and that is a tricky question now how the uk does that and how rishi sanak has a plan in order to um really combat those problems we'll see in the future in the in in, in the near future but yes there are a lot of uns- unanswered questions here i know but i think that this is a question that i would leave, like to leave unanswered if i'm being honest because um i think i think that the 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 situation here is not exactly unique i think that there are a lot of countries that are facing the same problem um deincentivized workers low productivity this is the problem faced by a lot of major western european economies and western comma european not western european but western and european economies so this is a major problem that a lot of economies are facing nothing unique from the uk but again when you consider a country of its stature of of um of the position that it has held for so many years it is really really astonishing to see that it's in such a weak spot so yeah but as as we know we have an indian on the on the position of prime minister so i'm sure he'll be able to come up with a solution <laughs> yeah please make us proud pm rishi sunak <laughs> but yes um that is my take on the current uk situation the economic situation in the country i'm sure there's a lot of points that i missed out if there are and if if you guys know and and caught those points please let me know text me dm me and i'd be lovely to um it'd be lovely for me to hear out your opinions and and, and your suggestions and your additions to uh this podcast let's make it a little more interactive but yeah that's my take on it and i'm um i think that the country has a lot of potential still i think there's a very long road map for it to recover from um the pandemic and brexit and and the immediate problems that it came with but i think that um the current trajectory on it which it's on it really needs to it really needs to recourse and self correct its path in order to find the sustainable and and the more um, opportunistic path in order to help its people but yeah um yeah well that's me um i hope you all enjoyed and i'll see you guys next sunday peace out uh, have a nice sunday and yes um <laughs> stay safe y'all okay bye